Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 299 and it is Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right, man. We are just one episode away from the landmark episode 300 next Saturday, September 17th at the Cornerstone Complex in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Carl, how are you feeling about this? Damn, this creeped up on me so fast. (laughs) I knew it was going to do it, but yeah. Yeah, it was fast. Yeah, man, it. It's already here, man. I it just it feels like it feels like last week was June and we were talking about, "Oh, what are we going to do for episode 300?" Right? Yeah, man. And and but not now we're, it's it's just around the corner. Um obviously next Tuesday there won't be we won't be uh having an episode, so episode 300 will take place on Saturday, September 17th. Uh yeah, it's it's, it's going to be live on Facebook, of course. We're going to have multiple guests uh, come on the show. Um, you know, people are just going to come on, have a good time. You know, we'll have some rotating guests come on. Um, we, we're going to have uh, Pop Stew coming all the way from Buffalo, New York, to join us for the first time ever in person. Uh, we're going to have um, Chuck and Brad. Uh, yes, Brad has confirmed. Oh, nice. Okay. Brad has confirmed. So, yes, both Chuck, the, uh, the Chuck and Brad podcast will be in. Um, let's chat with Chris Revel, David mm-hmm. Morales, and um, a host of others. Actually, you know, I might as well just say it. Yeah. Confirmed as a vendor and guest, Rhode Island's own, the A-Team DJs. Okay. Right, the A-Team DJs. You know, various members have been on the show before, just in case, uh, Craze Beats. Bad lad himself, you know, was a friend, friend, flat out friend of the show. Yep. yep. And you know, when we get going, it's gonna be a wrap. We got a lot to. Oh yeah, like we're like we'll we'll just we'll just have so much fun um uh, in next week's episode. And once again, like we thank you all for uh, taking time to join us um uh, on the show here. Uh, speaking of which, we have some commenters here. We have Inca Kin. Inca, Inca King Cespedes. <laughs> What's happening, Angie? He says. Uh, uh, she says. She says. Hello, guys. You're missing out on NXT tonight. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say I did not watch. Um, Worlds I didn't Collide. get a chance to watch Worlds Collide, but apparently Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes put on a clinic. That's what I heard. I heard that was the best match of that show. Um, I'll, I'll definitely take some time to watch that. Um, I know that the uh, the NXT UK uh, titles have been unified. They have. Yep. So uh, Tyler Bate uh, versus Braun Breaker. We had uh, Mandy, Mandy Rose versus Mako Satomura versus Blair Davenport. We had the NXT UK Tag Team Championship being re- re- reunited with the NXT Tag Team titles. So yeah, there's a there's going to be some uh, some changes on that front um, as NXT Europe will launch next year. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting to see. Um, I will, I'll probably watch, I'll probably, I'll keep up on NXT's results, um, maybe tomorrow. I haven't, I haven't watched a whole episode of NXT since the Black and Gold era ended. Same here. Um, but I hear, I hear it's getting better. I hear it's gotten better, so. Good. Uh, I'm happy to, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. Um, 
But yeah, man, uh, before we uh, get to the show proper, once again, uh, I do want to give a, give a huge shout out to our sponsor uh, and vendor uh, for Codex Prime's ep- episode 300, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. They're a Vermont-based uh, uh, hot sauce company. They have all sorts of tantalizing and unique flavors for every palate. They've got Killer Hot. They've got Slurp, Nightmare. They've got the G-Sauce. They've got uh, Bob Levy's uh, Blue Cheese-flavored hot sauce. They got Ate that today with that mac and cheese bowl from KFC. You ate another sadness bowl from KFC. Yeah. 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 That's that's sad. That's sad. I'm fine. Right? You're not fine. You know what? It, it, I, I am fine. You're fine, but um, yeah, we're not gonna perpetuate uh, <laughs> irresponsible health advice on the show. Um, yeah, if you like that, man, listen. If you like it, if it makes you smile, then go right on ahead. Yeah, life um, isn't as as I learned a lot this week. Life is entirely too short. Oh, it is too short, enjoy, but enjoy, enjoy it. But you ain't got to shorten it with some KFC. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. But uh, but yeah, man, they have they also have a maple syrup flavored hot sauce as well, which goes well with any breakfast sandwich or waffles, pancakes, you name it. Um, yeah, Silk City hot sauce, every every flavor for every plate, and you can pour it all over your body. Yada 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 yada. yada. I can't believe you uh, just did that. Uh, yeah, so go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use that promo code CODEX to get 15% off of your order. Your tongue will be twerking all over that plate. Yes. I, I feel like you've waited all... <laughs> you've waited since last Thursday to say that. Well, actually, I waited I waited for like the past 90 minutes because I, I, I just watched episode three of She-Hulk. Oh, okay. <laughs> which was which was a fun episode. I, I enjoyed it. That's all it was, people. And these people really need to understand this. Talking about the MCU. <sighs> are, are, are these like incels being mad that, the, that a woman is leading her own show? That's one, but then this is some other people who just really, obviously, really don't know the character, don't know the character, don't really know, follow the comics. Mm. Well, something I learned too is that, like, I I just read Ali's comment. <laughs> people who like, who are so quick to judge are the ones who don't read the comic books. They don't know the backstories. Mm. Yo, she hooks a thotty character. We like that. There's a show. There's a there is a comic where she's literally jump roping naked. Like that's her character. She is a comedic character. Yeah, she breaks the fourth wall like Deadpool. Like, what are y'all complaining about? It's the probably the most comic book accurate character that has debuted in MCU so far. Mm, that's that's a t- that's saying something too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just that's to- the character. Yeah, it's the character. So you know, everyone complaining that oh, why is she why why is she twerking with Meg Thee Stallion? This is just an outrage, raw. Because that's her character, and they're just yeah. like yo, if they just happen to get Meg Thee Stallion. Well, damn it, let her get Meg Thee Stallion. Hell yeah, shit. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for the the MCU remix of WAP. Just get Cardi B up in there, you know. Oh, they already yeah. They have been used. So Boss Logic actually made remade the WAP cover, mm-hmm. the single cover, yeah. 
And you know how their hair, you know, it's a pink background. Their hair is like tied together, sticking their tongues out and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's Megan Thee Stallion and it's Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Totally replaced Cardi B with with uh, She Hulk. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, see, all right. That's that's using your that's using your noggin right there. So yeah, uh, so yeah, She Hulk episode there three. It's fun. Oh, okay. Let's let's show that to the to the peeps. So yeah, that's what it looks like right there for the for our Facebook viewers. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. Um, Tim Roth. He Tim Roth. He's uh he's quite the quite the actor we we love tim roth um yeah it was it was a good episode uh i like the fact that uh, she hug was was made it made a made a wisecrack it's like yeah this is this isn't a cameo of the week show but so far it kind of is <laughs> <laughs> they not yeah they acknowledge it <laughs> yeah acknowledge me yeah speaking of acknowledging um let's see what is uh well before what what do you think about Clash of the Castle? Well before you before we get into that, uh, Inca King says yeah, but Jade Jade Cargill from AEW TBS champ looks so much better uh, as She Hulk. I mean, it was uh, a great cosplay. Yeah, great cosplay. I mean, her 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 match was very short with Athena. Yeah, that's too bad. I'm be honest with you, I literally forgot Athena was in AEW. <laughs> I you see that that that's an indictment on the women's division on that company. <laughs> We'll get to that company later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to some AEW shenanigans, some some news. Apparently, apparently, some bigger news in the actual event itself. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, this is speaking of wrestling. You know, this weekend has been a been a, been pretty big for the wide wor- wide world of professional wrestling. We had three events. We had uh, WWE's Clash at the Castle taking place in Cardiff, Wales, the first ever stadium show in thirty years since SummerSlam '92. Yep. With uh, Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog for the Intercontinental Championship, one of the rare times that the Intercontinental Championship has main evented a pay per view. Um, then we had NXT Worlds Collide, NXT versus NXT UK, uh, the last hurrah before NXT Europe in 2023. That launch uh, uh, before that launch, and then we had AEW's All Out, the 15 hour pay per view with like 15 matches. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not gonna order any more AEW pay per views because. Look, I don't, I don't have the patience to sit through five hours at night. Like, like I got, I gotta go to sleep, man. I, I ain't got, I ain't got the patience. See, I was at work watching like the main event and stuff, like the. But there were a lot of there were a lot of matches that were shortened up, shortened down though. So it was over by around midnight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody should tell Tony Khan to understand what pacing means, because you don't have to, you don't have to cram fifteen matches onto one card. Like WWE has a, has has a sweet spot like six matches, all all great time, all, equal time, three hours, boom, you're out the door, and you can beat traffic. WrestleMania 17 had like 14, and it was still only three three hours long. No, it was actually four hours. Four, yeah, yeah. that was when they started going. when they was started reaching it up, but it was like four, but it was still digestible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. WrestleMania 17, that's that's still, still my favorite. the best WrestleMania ever. Yeah. God, that was such a good show. I actually have the DVD of it. Uh, well, it was WWF yeah. WrestleMania, so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, what did you think of uh, Clash of the Castle? Clash of the Castle was good. Mm. Like, yeah, the yeah the ending seemed anticlimactic, but it was good. It was. Like, all the matches were what they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, match of the night was Walter and... Oh, Walter, Walter and Sheamus. And Sheamus. 
That was I, I, I don't have it in my heart to call him Gunther. <laughs> Gunther. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that match was everything I wanted it to be. It was brutal. They were beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And I loved it. Yep. And oh my God. Drew McIntyre. First of all, whoa, whoa. Back up a bit. Yo. 62,000 fans singing Metalingus. Oh, Edge yeah. Edge theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, if he was a heel, he couldn't have do he he couldn't have done it. He couldn't have acknowledged that. That was he had to acknowledge that. And yeah, that was that was amazing. Yeah. That was amazing. Like I I felt good for him. Yeah. That that was really cool. Um I'm just going through like, you know, my couple of highlights real quick. And then yes, obviously the main event. Yeah, they broke out they broke out broken dreams. Yep. <laughs> I sung the shit out of that song. Oh man, that yeah, that was his first uh, WWE theme. Yep, and it was better than the one they have now. True. Yeah. They really should just like just give him that theme. He says that it doesn't fit his current character now. Yeah, I suppose. But it just it's just a better song. That's all it is. That I mean, that's all it is. A theme song has to fit the character. Yeah. But it was just all I I, I understand it. It's just a better song. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it was a good match. It was. it was a really good match. Unfortunately, like Vince Vince always says, no matter what you do, everybody will remember the end. Mm-hmm. And of course. Roman had to win through, went over with shenanigans, and you know. But there's a long term plan. Sometimes you just gotta see th- see things through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had Solo Sokoa, the, the third Uso. Yeah, help him out. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, it's like they're probably ha- they'll probably have him keep the belts until WrestleMania. I think that's the that's the plan. Yeah, um, I know that they're that they're thinking about uh, getting the Rock. To come in, maybe Rock versus Roman, but at that point, it, the Roman should drop t- drop the titles before then, because there's no reason for the Rock to have those belts at all. There isn't. No, there is. Yeah, he should drop. You're right. He should uh, drop them before then. But the thing is that it has to be at Mania, because mm-hmm. he's had it for two years already. Yeah. That means when he loses it, it has to be special. He can't lo- a special. Title loss like that can't happen on a uh, in- day one. <laughs> yeah, or like a basically a glorified house show. Yeah, it can't happen like that. You gotta if, if, with that with a build like that, mm-hmm. it, it has to be special. It has to be a big moment. Yeah, the biggest moments happen at WrestleMania, so we just kind of have to be patient with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, and it's just a, it's a, just a twenty first century thing. People just don't have patience anymore. So. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know with uh with WWE they usually it's usually like the, the last four months leading up to Royal Rumble it's like it's like everything's kind of like in a holding pattern, especially with the main title. Yeah, yeah, and then WrestleMania is where all the payoff happens. Right. So yeah, it's, yeah you just got you just kind of have to be patient, and then it will be worth it. That's all. Yeah, but yeah, all in all, a good show. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, Walter versus uh, Sheamus. Uh, I, I I I still keep calling him Walter just out of I can't habit. I can't I, um, I can't he's Walter yeah he Walter that's yeah. how you that's how you say it in yeah, his in native Aust- dialect mm-hmm. yeah in Austrian yeah um it's funny how like his the other two members of Imperium 
have the most stereotypical German and Italian names, respectively. Like Marcel Bartel is Ludwig Kaiser, and Fabian Eichner is Giovanni Vinci. It's like you you cannot get no, no you can't get any more stereotypically Italian and German than that than those names. Like so, what's next? Like freaking Soda Popinski, or I'm thinking of like Punch Out names at this point. Oh okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Am I going to Survivor Series in Boston? Uh, I Not at the moment. Not not in my plans at the moment, but hey. My birthday's in October. Somebody could bless me. Who knows? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. What else we got? Um, yeah. What um, should we get into? Uh. Oh yeah, speaking of wrestling stuff, um yeah, you, you mentioned AEW. Man. Um biggest news is not CM Punk winning the AEW championship for the second time. Nope. It was uh apparently his press conference, his uh the, the media scrum. Media scrum where he went off unprompted um against Colt Cabana, uh whom he had a, a infamous falling out with. Um and apparently uh, he was just going off on Hangman Adam Page, uh, all in front of Tony Khan, the supposed boss and owner of AEW, who just sat there all wide-eyed. Um, every time he spoke, uh, Punk just cut him off and said that, I'm trying to run a business here. Like, you're an employee. <laughs> and then and then he, he uh, and, and basically called out Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the executive vice presidents of AEW, and then they got into an altercation. Uh, and I guess I guess Punk's trainer Ace Steel got involved in said altercation as well. Yep. Somebody so, got bit. Somebody got knocked out, and a chair was thrown. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of upheaval, a lot of a uh, lot of turmoil in AEW, and apparently it's not on angle. Um, I feared this would happen from the get go. Uh, I this was something I always feared. Tony Khan is too much of a fan. Mm. And he's just taking the nice guy route for way too long mm. to a point where eventually the inmates will run the asylum. Mm. Yeah. This could be. I hope it's a work. AEW is definitely something special. I hope it's a work, but with. This keeps going up. Is this gonna look like 2001 WCW? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm starting to get like uh, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s WCW vibes. Where... I just don't want. I don't want it. Cause you, who knows? All this could change around. All this can turn around. They could. Um, yeah, if, if but you know, Tony Khan has to like lay down the law as the owner, and also it, it, it and plus like, you know, we we just heard like a story like a a week or two ago where Eddie Kingston was suspended for two weeks, like for way less for like, you know, getting into like a altercation with Sammy Guevara. Yeah. And so if you could suspend Eddie Kingston for that, then if, if Tony Khan doesn't take any, any sort of punitive action against punk, then that just sends a message that, Oh, well, if you're a big enough star, big enough name, you can get away with anything. And that just demoralizes your roster, especially your day ones who've been there. So Khan needs to realize that, you know, I mean, I mean, you, you can you can be you can be an owner or you can be like the world's richest mark. 
Blake, but you can't be both. Yeah, it's like it's like I, I it just felt it was kind of like scary because I'm like, yo, it really it just to me, especially with the way he was just signing talent, it's like, yo, it just seems like you're just buying action figures. Yeah, you're collecting them. Yeah, yeah. Which is what um actually which is what Vince was doing at the time too, but like before all the all of the uh, mass firings, like he was, he was just buying people up so AW and other comp- companies won't have them, but he wasn't using them. Right. He's seeing the same thing now with Tony Khan. Um, buying up ROH, but it's like, are we... no, I mean, they had their fair share of events. Yeah, like a couple pay-per-views, but like, no, no, they, they don't have their own show, no TV deal, nothing. No, it's all, yeah, it's all being, sh- yeah, it's, he's just sharing it with AEW. And even then, it's getting overshadowed by AEW. Yeah, like, like, and then Jonathan Gresham as well. Yeah, Jonathan Gresham, like he, he had walked to, out. He was like, "Yo, give me my release." Yeah, like he reportedly cursed out Tony Khan because he had to drop the belt to uh, Claudio Castagnoli, formerly Cesaro. Yes, who's just carrying the belt. Like, I don't get the sense that he's a world champion, even though he's carrying the ROH title. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and, and plus too, like, 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 like with with Punk in particular, like he's always had that kind of reputation, even in when he was in WWE. So I guess like like there was there's a reason why WWE wasn't they weren't even desperate or eager to even hire him back. He, even when he was in backstage, like Fox actually offered to buy out part of his contract, so WWE won't have to spend all their money. But even then, they said no because they knew how much of a headache Punk was, and we're seeing it now. Where yeah, you're and I'm a and I'm a punk fan. Yeah, me too. I like his in ring work. Like his in ring work, like his mic work. Like, ah, he was just a cool. You know, he was. I even labeled him as my Undertaker replacement when Undertaker yeah. retired at the time. Mm. Yeah. But here's the thing. Remember, Triple H did a uh, Broken Skull Sessions. Well, mm. I think it was still called Stone Cold Podcast. Yeah. At the time. Triple H did, and he was like, they, he needed dress punk, and he was like, I would ask punk if there was anything wrong, and punk wouldn't say nothing. You'd be like, no, everything's cool. Mm-hmm. Then he'll do his shenanigans. Yeah, like he'll talk shit like on a podcast, but won't talk shit to your face. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like it, it's weird. It's like, like I don't, I don't, I don't get somebody like that. It's like somebody who's who's has who's had enormous success in their career. And yet they're still coming off like a like a malcontent. Like, you know, you've you have all the success, you have all of this adulation and you're still not happy, you're still acting like the world's against you, and then you have the nerve to call out other people whom you know, unprompted, and then you have the nerve to say that, Oh, well, I'm working with fucking children here and you know Okay, but you are this. the old well, I mean you are one of the oldest there, so like show the example. Yeah, it, it's petty. It's like CM Punk is 43 years old and he's acting like some rebellious teenager who's not getting his way. It's like, dude, like <laughs> like you're you're the top champion. It's like set the example. And but instead it's it's clear that, you know, you know, there's CM Punk's only looking out for CM Punk and he knows that AEW is a company that's going to get that's going to you know, give to give him the keys to the kingdom. WWE would not stand for any of his shit. You know, I mean, everybody shits on WWE for the sake. Of, I always say this: people shit on WWE for the sake of shitting on WWE. Not always. 
major a lot of it. Mm-mm. They they literally will nitpick and find something that they will shit on. But here's the thing: AEW will probably do the exact same thing, and they will praise them. Yeah. The the IWC is notorious for that, but you're kind of starting. I think we're kind of starting to seem like all right. You know what? Maybe at the time we didn't understand. We just wanted to go against the establishment like he did, but now we're just like, okay, maybe the establishment got something on this one. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I, I mean, it says a lot. It says a lot if like if somebody like Vince McMahon doesn't want to work with you, if he's like if if a, if another company like Fox is saying that, hey, we will pay half of this man's contract, and if and if you say no, nah, I'm good, <laughs> it's like yeah, like and, she, and Vince is forgiving. Yeah, he forgives a lot of a lot of shitty people. For if it, if it means that his company will make, make Warrior, make Warrior, Hogan, <laughs> many times. Him yeah. and Vince, Hogan and Vince have like the biggest love hate relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett. Yeah. Although, although you know, well, it was more like Brett forgiving him. Yeah. You know, but they, I mean, they let their bygones be bygones and stuff. You know, they were actually talking like way before then. Yeah. No, as in, according to Brett's, you read Brett's book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At when Owen died. Yeah, I remember. Yep, I read um, that. Um, Triple H, before you do that, they were dating. Hmm? Yeah, I don't. Don't, don't quite that. understand this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of I kind of lost track of what I was saying, but yeah, it's like this Bruno. Oh, Bruno San Martino, who famously didn't want anything to do with WWE because of the Attitude Era. Yep, primarily. And then Triple H brought him back. He's like, "All right, I see what you're doing. I mm-hmm. like this. Okay, now you're going in the Hall of Fame." Yeah. Yep. And he he was a supporter till his until he was. Yeah, until he passed. passed. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's. I'm very interested to see. Well, but you, but here is the good. The good thing about this, um, you know, business wise, everybody's gonna tune in Wednesday night. Oh yeah, because they want to see what's what's gonna happen. What's gonna, what they're gonna make of this. I mean, the reports are saying. That none of none of the people involved are going to be at the Wednesday night uh, dynamite taping. Hmm. Yeah, so that means no Punk, no Omega, Young Bucks. Hmm. Hey, hey. I mean, they have enough roster. They have enough talent on the roster to put together a solid show, regardless. But it's just like, yeah. but everybody's going to be tuning in to see like what's what's going on. Yeah. Are they going to get? Because it's out in public now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, what are we what, like? We need answers. Yeah. And you know what's going on with our favorites. Mm-hmm. And hey, like maybe, maybe this this week on Dynamite, maybe we'll get two women's matches on on the show. Hey, but there's enough room now. There's no excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's a throw a dig in there because, you know, that's how AW treats their women's division. But, but yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah. we'll we'll see what happens, okay. and then. Punk made Tony look like a straight. He did. Like, like, like Tony just sat there. It's like, who's the owner? Like, who's in control? 
So yeah, so yeah, Tony Khan. He's hopefully, hopefully, this is like a a wake up call for him. You know, you know, a never meet your heroes, and B, it's like you got. Sometimes you just have to be a dick. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you have to be the bad guy to in, to be an effective leader. You can't be friends with your talent. You know, there's a there's a boundary. Yeah. I mean, if you're signing the checks, you know, that's that's the line. You know, do you want to do you want to be uh, the world's richest fan or do you want to be an actual business owner? You cannot be both. Yeah. And he's smart. He's and he's smart enough to. To be a bit, you know, to be a well, he, he's smart enough to know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we don't want another rehash of WCW 2000. I mean, I don't think David Arquette wants to be AEW World Champion, but hey, he's gotten better. <laughs> he's gotten better since then. Oh, David Arquette versus Nick Gage for the AEW Championship on TV. I mean, they have fought before. I well, yeah. I mean. Yeah, if you want to see an actual murder on TV, I don't, I don't know, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I will say I'll, I'll, I'll tune in a bit to, uh, on on Wednesday or tomorrow to see what what the shenanigans are. Yeah, me if too. Any. Me too. But, but yeah, but, but again, but that's 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 one thing too. It's like people are tuning in for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah, and meanwhile, WWE stock creatively is going up, up, up. It is. It is. Yeah. So. Get your stuff together, AEW. You know, I mean, wrestling's for everybody. Just enjoy wrestling. I'm getting that shirt. Yeah, just enjoy wrestling. Yeah, yeah. No, somebody actually brought a sign to AEW that literally just said "Just enjoy wrestling." Pro Wrestling Tees actually took it, mm-hmm. made it into a T-shirt, and now all the proceeds are going to that fan who made that sign. Nice, right on, right on. I like that. So I'm like, you know what? Who knows what this kid needs? Mm-hmm. I'll do. It. Why not? I'll put some money in his pocket. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a bit of bit of wrestling wrestling talk right there. Uh, Carl, what you been up to, dog? <laughs> well, first of all, I did put on my Facebook. You know, my pops is doing isn't really doing well, so uh, I just want to say. Uh, Everybody, I appreciate you know your thoughts and your prayers. Every I seen every single last one of them. Um, so it did not go unnoticed. So I really appreciate that. He's still, he's still fighting. I'm just gonna leave, you know I'll just leave it at that. But he's still fighting. So keep please keep him in your prayers. Um, I managed to watch a movie this weekend. Oh wow! And as I'm watching it, I had a feeling that you possibly watched it as well. It's on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Produced by Monkey Paw Studios. Okay. Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Yeah, I did watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally like, what? Bit me. So, yes, uh, came out this year, 2022, on Peacock, uh, starring Sterling, Sterling K. Brown, who I'm a fan of, mm-hmm. and uh, Regina Hall, who I'm also a fan of. Yep. I wrote Regina King in my notes. I don't like this too different. Yeah. I, have, I do that all the time. Yeah, and it follows the mega. It follows um, 
a megachurch pastor, uh, Lee Curtis Shield and his she, child, excuse me, yep. and his, his wife Trinity, played by Sterling K. Brown and uh, Regina Hall, mm-hmm. who uh, once had a congregation of thousands. You know, one of those megachurch pastors and stuff. But after some sexual uh, assault, some sexual allegations came out, um, it, ha- it forced the, clo- the church to tempor- temporarily close. Mm-hmm. So the it's kind of like a mockumentary, and they're trying to rebuild the church to what it once was. Yeah. And um, I looked at, you know, the Facebook ad and stuff, so I looked, you know, I just said, you know what, let me look at the comments. Mm-hmm. It, ruffles a cu- it ruffled a couple of feathers. <laughs> I bet it did. It, it did, but it was like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a religious uh, it's a satire on organized religion, particularly uh, uh, Christianity and mega churches. And Sterling K. Brown, he's like this conceited, just like really arrogant, uh, arrogant mega church preacher who seems more concerned with like you know his suits and his shoes, the material, yeah, the, the, the material, the material things, possessions. Like he comes off as such a massive herb. And I was there for it. I was just because, because like, because like he's just such a scoundrel. And and then you have his wife, uh, uh, played by Regina Hall, who's like the first lady. And she's like she wants to, She's all about keeping up appearances. Like she just she's more about the image of of a, of a dutiful wife. But then she's going through all of this inner turmoil. Like she, the, her marriage is falling apart. Her her husband is a massive hypocrite. He's like preaching against homosexuality, but yet he's got all these allegations against these uh, from these young men whom he's uh, allegedly abused. Um, and and you know she's she's trying to keep things together, but it's clear that you know she's starting to crack. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's it's a really interesting take on 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 organized religion, and it's like and and how. And, and and just like the whole prosperity gospel, which never sat right with me, I just I don't like that at all. Um, like like for me, I I I am not into mega churches. I'm not into mega church preachers. Like if there, if I see all this ostentatiousness and this wealth, it's like you know spirituality. I think should be like a a humble thing, just like a a simple one one on one thing, not just about how much money you spend or. Or buying one of those ugly ass overpriced church hats. Listen, I'm church hat. <laughs> church hats are legend. I grew up watching, looking at those church hats. So. <laughs> that that's just a black woman thing. I mean, white woman wear it too. It's just like nah. Lee, Lee, Lee. <laughs> no, no, those are ours. Those are ours. Yeah. Leave it alone. <laughs> so that that's just part of my culture. Mm-hmm. But. As somebody who has grown up in the church, is like I kind of I do get what you're saying. I really, I really, really do. I do prefer like the smaller, more intimate churches, like what the ones that I grew up. To. My, I grew well. I spent some of my childhood years at Holy Cross, which was a bigger, ch- you know, it was a bigger church, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, we had that whole, you know, we had that wholesome thing, at least. Within our family as well, and then once we uh, broke away, and my grandmother reformed Trinity Tabernacle that my mom's running right now, it's much more small and much more intimate. But you know, it's more about the message and the word and stuff. And um, 
And yeah, it, and, and I get it because like there's they one thing I liked was they didn't target anybody in particular, right? But it made you think of some of those, mm-hmm. some of those pa- types of passes. I only the only one I probably would respect is TD Jakes. Okay, but then there is one that I really don't like rock with simply because of his name. <laughs> I know who it is. Creflo. D- Creflo a dollar. It just sounds yeah. too much like klepto, which means steal <laughs> a dollar. Yeah, Creflo dollar. That's never a, sat right with me. Yeah, that's a, that's a criminal name. That that's, that sounds like a name that you would find in like a black exploitation film or like a yeah, as a as like a pimp, and yeah. that's his real name, Creflo Augustus Dollar Junior. Mm. I mean, he's the second person to have that name. Wow, damn. Well, damn. Uh, Apple don't fall too far from the tree, I guess. Uh, let me see if he's actually if his. It's like. Oh, it, they don't say nothing about his. If his father was a minister or anything. Creflo Creflo Dollar and a pimp named Slickback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the name just don't sit right. So it's just like uh, I get it. And then you got like Joe Olstein who. Ugh. And then this, I remember seeing a TikTok. I didn't even think about it, but it was this this kid goes up to hey, you're Joe Osteen. Oh, hey, how you doing? How's it feel to have everybody know that you're a piece of shit? And he's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Osteen, like he's, yeah, he's all about not giving anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's his bag. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and plus, like, it's, it's it's like if you're if you're in that line of work, if you're like a, a preacher or like a spiritual religious leader, it's like, why exactly do you need a huge mansion? Why exactly do you need a Bugatti and like, and like a whole room, not just a closet, a whole room of like designer, designer shoes and and suits? Not not saying you shouldn't look nice, but it's like, what's the message you're really trying to perpetuate? Right? Because like, because they're taking money from. From their con- from their congregation members like churchgoers who have who don't have anywhere near the amount of money that they have, so it's like, hmm, like what's 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 the end game? Like this prosperity gospel. Whose prosperity though? Yeah, ain't the communities? It ain't anybody sitting in the pulpit. Just seems to be the, the preacher and the first lady. I don't know. Yeah, and that, and sadly, that's what turns people, away. you know, things like that is what turns people away from, from the church because they know that stuff because that stuff does go uh, go on. So it's just, mm. you know, and I get it. And if yeah, if you, but I mean, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good movie. Like, and I'm just yeah. sitting there watching. I was like, I know Vic's watching this. <laughs> I know Vic is watching this. I'm gonna tell my cousins. I'm gonna tell my mom and my cousins to watch this movie and see what they think. Not to mention, freaking Sterling. See, here's the thing. I'm a fan of Sterling K. Brown. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yes. Mainly because I was such a huge fan of This Is Us, Mm -hmm. which I now that it's over, you don't gotta anticipate no blind. I really think you would enjoy it. I'll give it a shot one of these days. Yeah, I highly recommend that you do. Okay. So he's Randall. Mm-hmm. And he's in the car singing Nuck If You Buck. <laughs> Listen, that, 
that scene where where there where uh, Sterling K. Brown and Regina uh, Hall are 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 rapping "Nuck If You Buck," like that that scene cracked me up, and I was thinking, you know what? If 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 they actually had like a if they actually just sang that actual version in in the actual church service, I'd be like, yo, I would actually be, I would, that would actually make me go back to church at least a little bit. I'd be like, all right, or or you know what? I want to see somebody come up with a gospel version of Nuck If You Buck. Is is I want yeah, a Christian rapper somewhere that I'll do it. I oh 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 I know because you remember what I told you about somebody having that somebody made a, making a gospelized version of R. Kelly's Bump and Grind. And you it's didn't on, mention that. Yep, it's on YouTube. I'm not watching that. You, you really should. <laughs> You really sh- it's 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 hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, it's, I would make a fair, I would make an exchange, but it was like, but it's. It, I'm talking about a whole show. You're talking about a YouTube video, so that doesn't even out. Right, but you know, I don't see nothing wrong with a little Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> it's so cringeworthy that nah, I, I caught secondhand embarrassment watching it. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna share it with you after this episode, oh, so you can see what I'm talking about, but. But yeah, man, knuck if you buck. I'm like, I'm like that's that. Randall. <laughs> you Randall singing knuck if you buck, <laughs> and it was the unedited version. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and oh man, like you know, and and not to get into any spoilers of the spoilers in the movie, but he he didn't have to do his wife like that at the end, making her wear that mind makeup. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Yeah, that. Yo, that that's grounds for divorce right there. You know, alone. <laughs> that, yeah, and that's when she just she's like, I can't do this. Nope, and she just rightfully snapped. Mm, yeah, but but yeah, man, honk for Jesus, save your soul. It's got a got a lot. It's a it's a it's a it is a, a scathing critique on on the on religious hypocrisy. Um, uh, also, a bit of a critique of like uh, some of the more ostentatious natures, of, like mega churches as well, and like and like uh, and like how religion is embraced by the black community as a whole. Has some questions about that. Um, I really would love to hear your mom's opinion of, of this movie. I want to hear her review. Really? Yes. From from a, from a from a pastor's perspective, I want to hear a pastor's pastor's perspective of "Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul." I, I'd be so interested in. in and hearing her perspective, I'll talk to her. I think I'll be seeing her this week, so I'll, t- I'll I'll talk to her. She's she's very she's very busy at this moment. She don't need to be as busy. My mom's my mom's sixty three. Mm. She thinks she's thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> we have to remind her. <laughs> Here's the thing: I look at it, I'm like, Ma, I get my work ethic from you. Yeah, I don't stop. I'm going through all this. I'm still going. Yeah. The, you can't never forget to rest though. Every now and then, if you, if, if, I want to say I did yesterday, but yeah, I did do some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. hell, Codex Three Hundreds next Saturday at the Cornerstone Complex. Yep, that's right. Doors open at six. Mm-hmm. Show begins at eight. Exactly. Sorry, cheap plug. <laughs> hey, but yeah, I'll I'll see I'll uh I'll talk to her and see what she can um mm-hmm. see what she thinks. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be very curious. So yeah, hon- so yeah. Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Uh, it's in theaters now, and it's also on Peacock. Uh, you'll definitely want to skip church to watch this movie. <laughs> you 
did meet my mom before. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see, looking at some of the comments here, uh, Inca King says, some churches even take money from corporations just so they can say that they donated to the church at the end of the year. That's right. Yeah, tax write-offs. Yep, so sad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, what else you got? Well, of course, you know, I, my comic hunts don't end. Of course, yep. So, I came across a couple of, you know, I, I came across some gems from first appearances. These are all first appearances, by the way. Hmm. Um, so, I'll start with... Right. Sorry, I'm a bit unorganized. All right, so we're gonna start with Captain America 27. I mean, uh, two se- issue 217. Came okay. and talk. So that's actually the first appearance of Quasar. Now I came across an article saying that the MCU could slowly be introducing this character. Okay. Um, I didn't get a chance to read too much on him. So I said, hmm, you know what? Let me find this first appearance now, see if I can get it for cheap. Mm-hmm. And then if this character does make an appearance, and if it's, if it's impactful, mm-hmm. there you go. Okay. I got something worth some money right there. Uh, the next is actually Invincible Iron Man 10, which is the first appearance of Pepper Potts as Rescue, which is like the female Iron Man suit that you saw in uh, the fight scene at Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And did she de- debut that in Iron Man 3? Uh, yeah, Iron Man 3. Yeah. Iron Man 3, excuse me. Yep. She brought it back in for Endgame. Uh, next up, I also have a new X-Men 115, which is the first appearance of a one Negasonic teenage warhead who made her, her uh, film debut in the first Deadpool movie, yep. uh, played play by Brianna Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Next up, I have here graded, surprisingly cheap, a 5.0 of Avengers one. 95 which is the first cameo of uh, the first cameo appearance of Taskmaster okay um which made who made the which made his well their in uh, their uh MCU debut okay. in um Black Widow yep um damn it there was one more and I forgot it but anyway well I'll just review that. I'll bring that one next week. Well, probably 301. And big shout-outs to friend of the show, Chris McDermott, from our friendly neighborhood, Rock Hocos. Okay. See, every now and then, you kind of have to go through his Instagram stories because he has a couple of gems. Mm-hmm. And this is how he just happened to have one that I've been wanting for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. You saw me contemplate damn near going broke buying it. Okay. At uh, this past Rhode Island Comic Con, mm-hmm. but he had it. I asked if he could put it aside for me. He was able to. Yep. First of all, I hit him up in two different platforms just to make sure that I got his <laughs> attention to get it. Okay. Wow. X Men Two Eighty Two: The First Appearance of Bishop. 
Oh, okay. All right. That's a find right there. Yes, it was. Yes, yes, it was. And damn it, I was swooped. Wow, is this like a, this is Jim Lee's artwork, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was working. Yeah, it was like nineteen ninety, like the early nineties and stuff. So mm. he was. Uh, oh, excuse me, sorry. I worked a lot overnight last night. He is that Jim Lee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I've been wanting that one for a long time. Okay. Yeah. So, but on the current, on the current, uh, uh, my current reads, I actually didn't read this one, but I had to have this landmark Amazing Fantasy 1000 celebrating, you know, Amazing 15, Amazing Fantasy 15, which was the first appearance of Spider-Man. So with the landmark issue of 1000, mm. I had to pick it up, you know, a whole bunch of short stories written by, uh, various, uh, writers and the art by various artists, um, and, you know, Joe Sabino, I think Chris Claremont did a story. So, well, Joe Sabino's a letter around, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the, Dan Slott has done a, done a story in there. Um, I believe Chris Claremont did one too. Yep. So, whole bunch, yeah, whole bunch. And then the new uh, Thunderbolts. Okay. That came up. Now this one, this one's actually pretty interesting. I think it's only a five part. It's a five part series, so I'm all I'm cool with that. So. Uh, Hawkeye was asked to lead a team to go against. Uh, yeah, he was asked to lead a team by Mayor of New York City, Luke Cage. Okay, all right. To go against former Mayor uh, Wilson Fisk's Thunderbolts. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Okay. Why not? Yeah. It's a cool little read. It's been a cool little read so far. So yeah, but that's it. Okay, nice. Some 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 good comic pickups right there. Interesting. That's what's up. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, speaking of comics, and I know we we talked a bit about wrestling. Um, yeah, you know, just 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 throwing a a topic out there. Um, if you were able to to book like your own uh wrestling company. With Marvel and DC and other comic book characters, okay, like who would you book as your top champions and as authority figures? Who would book, who would be part of creative, um, ring announcers, whatever? Like, what would you? Who would be part of your assembly? Mm. Okay, let me see. Um, initial baby face champ. If you're gonna go down the routes of Well, no, because you kind of have to be a heel. Your first champion should be a heel. Mm-hmm. So it gives everybody a reason. All the baby faces a reason to chase. Mm-hmm. I'm... Hmm. This is good. This is yeah. a good one. It has to be an impactful. Yeah. Like somebody has your... You don't want to go with Thanos right away. Okay. Like... Uh... Doom is just as big. You want an impactful heel 
I should mention like uh, you can book a, t- a top the, or your world champion, a mid card champion, and a tag team champion, and then like a your top women's champion and like a mid card mid card women's champion, and then like women's tag team champions. Okay, all right, all right. Let me write this down. So, top champ. Yep. World champ to start off. Yep. To start off. Okay, so to start off, I would want him to be a heel. I would go with Mr. Sinister. Mm. Mr. Sinister is your world cha- is your first world champ? First world champion is Mr. Sinister. Okay, okay. Any any reason? He's sadistic enough. He has that evil presence. And I think if you just that that chase for whoever the babyface would the next babyface champion would be, it would be special. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. For a mid card, I that one I will give to a baby face. Now you see, it's a baby face. He, ha- I will give it to Shang Chi. Shang Chi as your mid card. Shang Chi, baby face, mid card champion. Okay. Workhorse title. Mm-hmm. Dude can fight. Oh yeah, yeah clearly. Obviously, with what we saw from the movie, he he would probably be the type to put on one hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, mid card champ, mid card champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did you say? Tag team. Yep. Okay, definitely a tag team would be somebody exciting to watch. Yep. Somebody that you would not that you would really look forward to see. I will give the tag team titles. To Rocket and Groot. Mm, good good pick. Okay, Rocket and Groot. Okay. Right. Obviously I rep the red brand, so I mean I rep the red brand, so I will go for them. Okay, so Rocket and Groot. Mm-hmm. Alright, who's next up? Uh then you have your your women's world champ. Women's champion. world champ. Okay. Women's world champ. Mm. Women's world champ, you since we don't want you don't need too many, uh you don't need another baby. Uh Heel champ. Mm-hmm. The heel champion is the world champion. Yeah. That's, that's the ultimate heel. Everybody else can be baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need two female heel champs. Not to start off with. Yep. Um. So a decent fan favorite. Rogue from the X-Men. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, next up, women's tag team. Uh, I'll say women's mid card. Okay, women's mid card. All right, um, that one I will give a heel. I would, yeah, I would definitely give that one to a heel. Uh, mid card, so she can't be, she can't be in, she can't be op. But she got to be good enough to put on a decent, uh, a very good match. Mid card has always been like the workhorse title. Mm-hmm. I will give that one to Okoye of the Dora Milaje. Mm. Okay. That's some interesting picks right here. All okay. right. And then as far as for, for women's tag team. Hmm. Okay. Women's tag team. Sometimes you kind of have to go against the grain. All right. If the babyface tag team, men's tag team, then sometimes you would have to put the babyface. I mean, it would have to be a heel women's tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
heel women's tag team. You see, they can't... It has to be somebody who can be beat. I you know what Black Cat and Silver Sable okay yeah good 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 pick good call good call <clears throat> yep so the yeah definitely two heels right there I think Black Cat could be more of a tweener yeah eventually okay all right Tweener, but yeah, but she's a majority of her work is heel. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Some 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 good some good picks so for your for your inaugural champions. Okay. Right. So that's my red brand. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Give us your blue brand. <laughs> uh, let's see. And yeah, for me, it could be like a mix of any anybody. And oh, you would do anybody. Yeah. Uh, so for my inaugural world champion, um, I would actually book a baby face to start off. So that way they'll have a, a good run. And then when the heel takes them down, then that would make it that would just like make it compelling. And then the heel can have an even longer run. Um, first world champion. Um, ideally, yeah, baby face, somebody, a hero that. um not necessarily like an anti-hero, but somebody that the people can like look up to, uh, somebody that the people can like get behind and 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 really see with the belt. Um, hmm. Babyface world champion. As I'm as I'm thinking about this, uh, hmm. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna start off big. I'm gonna go with T'Challa. I'm gonna go with Black Panther as my world champion. Really? And, yeah, and, and here and here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think seeing T'Challa as the world champion, you know, like you know, somebody regal, somebody to give that uh, the added prestige to the to the championship. Uh, I, I think I think that would, I, I think that would um, would not only not only be like a great visual. But also, it's it's a great way to set up the eventual fall, and it's going to be a major fall as well. You need somebody that can like break, can break that royalty. Someone that can just like just break uh, that that regalness into two, and that way, so that way, when the heel takes that championship, people would want to see that that babyface uh, uh, comeback. But um, no matter what that babyface does, is he like he'll always fall short for a while. And he'll never, never claim that that glory that he once had, and that can actually have another storyline where where Black where Black Panther T'Challa could be could, could go like some sort of like a tween or a heel type role, and it kind of like kind of loses way a bit, and then get back and then find his way eventually like redemption arc, and then get back to the championship. So I think that there's like a compelling story you could tell in that way. So I think just to set up, just to have like give him a decent run, and then set up the fall. I would say T'Challa would be like the first world champion in my in, in my company, and then when the heel comes in, you'll have that fall from grace and an eventual redemption arc. So that's so that's how I'm, that's how I'm looking at it. Um, so yeah, that'll be so I'll be T'Challa as my world champ uh, for the mid card. 
Uh, Midcard Champ. Um, let's see. Midcard Champ, I would go with a heel. Um, a villain. Who who would uh, who who would take the belt? Hmm. As as I'm as I'm thinking about this. Mid card workhorse workhorse title. Um, hmm. As as I'm thinking about it. Hmm. I'll go with. Yeah, I really should have thought about this a little more, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're, we're just we're just going off the cuff, people. So bear with us. Um, yeah. um for the mid card title, I'll go with Eddie Brock, Venom. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go with him as as the mid card as a mid carder. Um, and 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 there and there's something you can you can you can kind of set up there uh, eventually as well. Uh, like maybe connecting to like the main event somehow, but but yeah, I think Venom as like the as like the first like mid card champion. That, there's something there too. Um, put him in a program with Carnage or something, uh, or even Spider Man. Um, Bane as world champ. Uh, oh, Nick Quattrini, uh He chimed in. He says that he he'd have Bane as a world champion. I was thinking about Bane too. Uh, Spider Man and Daredevil as a men's tag team. Champs, women champion would be Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn and Ivy for women's tag. Not bad. Well, not bad. I like those. I like those picks. I like those picks. Uh, so yeah. Um, so yeah, Venom as my as my um, mid car champ for tag team champions. I'll go with Captain America and Falcon. Um, so so Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers. Uh, you know, Captain Squared <laughs> technically. Um, that that that'll be a that'll be a really cool tag team, or or it can go with like Captain America and and, and Bucky Winter Soldier, but I'll go with, I'll go with uh, Cap and Falcon, um as as my inaugural men's tag team champions, for women's uh, tag team for 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 the women's world champion, um, Wonder Woman of course Wonder Woman would be an easy pick for me, but but I won't go with Wonder Woman just yet, uh, hmm. Actually, I'm lying. I'll go with Wonder. I'll, I'll go with Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman will, will be my world champion because you know, you know. So I'll have two. So I'll have two two babyface champions. But I got a funny story to tell you about Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, yeah, two babyface champions. Um, but there there could be something that you could set up there eventually as well, like for like the for like the eventual heel champion. Um, Mid card women's champion would be Harley Quinn. Um, I think Harley Quinn will do a lot of a lot of a lot of damage, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, a lot of chaos in, in the in the as the as a women's mid card champion, and for women's tag team champion, I'll go with the team of uh, Black Widow and her sister, um, Yelena. Yelena. Okay. Yeah. And and for and uh, uh, Nick Quachin also adds men's mid card champion the Thing. And for announcing anything in ring or commentary, Deadpool. Absolutely, <laughs> that's good. Yep, yep, yep. that's good. Ooh. Who's it gonna be your ring announcer? Black Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh man, so you'll kill all the kill the audience and the feed? Nah. <laughs> oh man. You know you know who would be you know who'd be a, a ring a good ring announcer though? Cottonmouth. I, I could see him being like a. I could see him being a. I put him. Con, I put him on commentary. He he'd be. He'd no, be he'll be a. He'll be a manager. Mm, okay. Okay. He can cut some mean promos. Oh yeah, and the and the laugh too. The laugh. <laughs> uh, would you say your uh, women's tag team? Uh oh, Black, Black Widow, Widow and Elena Bulova. Okay. Oh, and of course, um, every 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 company needs enhancement talent, so. Uh, the perennial, I knew it. So the perennial jobber, the the, the Peter Avalon, and um, who 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 did he feud with? The Peter Avalon and Brandon Cutler, uh, of 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 my company, will be none other than Danny Rand, Iron Fist, because that's where he belongs. He belongs on the bottom of the card. He he belongs on the main event dark matches of of, of my brand. The the YouTube. Match content provider would be Danny Rand. He would he would be curtain jerking is what he'd be doing. He hurts you so bad. Listen, listen, this listen. This is this is where this is where Iron Fist lives. All right, he's gonna be the James Ellsworth of of my division. Except, I, I like listen. Ellsworth is a nice guy. Leave him alone. Except he won't get over with the fans. I will make sure of that. I will bury him so far. Underneath the card, you know, you know, people are gonna say you're not buried. Wow, you got Danny Rand. Damn, Danny. His name will be will be a slang term for being buried on the card. Oh shit, he got iron fisted. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, that's he'll he'll be the golden shovel in my company. Somebody's got a job. Somebody's got to do the job. Or, or, and if he gets over, he'll 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 have his little job job squad, and I'll keep him like a, the 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 BWO, the Blue World Order of, of of my company. The that's where that's where he will be. BWO was over. Okay, okay, scratch that. He's he's gonna be lower than the BWO. Okay, he's gonna be straight up job squad. I mean, job squad did get over. A <laughs> job bit. squad, job squad was over. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, bottom line, he bottom line, he, like, he ain't getting over with anybody. Your PWI five hundred. He'll be five hundred one. That's where that's where he'll be. God, leave that man. Sorry, sorry, Iron Fist fans, all two of you. <laughs> oh man, you really said all both of you. Uh yeah. Yep. Not bad. Mm. Not bad. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, any other like any other any other like, angles that you'd book? Uh, or... I would put Nick Fury as a booker. Mm, okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's. Damn, I really can't think of anybody. You know, because it's like, all right, we kind. You kind of got it. You got the talent. You got the Booker. Who would be the authority figure? 
Nick Fury. Okay. I'll give them both hats. Hmm. Yeah, my, my authority figure would be Kingpin. He would just be the heel authority figure. Yeah, he would. But then... The heel if, authority figures have been done to death. Uh, it has. It has, admittedly. admittedly. Um, but I'll say, like, if, if you do it right, then that will make the, the babyface wins that much sweeter. And then he'll eventually be taken down. And you can replace him with a babyface authority figure. And then do away with the whole concept eventually. That's, that's At least that's how I'm thinking about it. I guess. Uh, yeah. I would keep Nick Fury. Because Nick Fury can be... Even though he's on the side of good. But he can he can be fair. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, hmm. Heel commentary will be Loki. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that works. That tracks. Uh, let's see. Who would be on my commentary team? Hmm. Oh, um, Nick Quattrini says, uh, yeah, I almost made Harley world champion because Alexa Bliss adopted her look for in-ring, but I think Harley and Ivy have better tag team dynamic like the beautiful people. Oh, like the beautiful people in, in uh, uh, TNA. Yeah. Impact, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, Nick. Nick, hope to see you at 300. Oh, yes, yes. Be there. Um, uh, I was gonna say, like for for my commentary team, like Deadpool is a good choice. Loki's a good choice. Um, damn, that's this is actually hard to to kind of think about because because those are those are two good choices right there, Deadpool and. Uh... Okay, I actually just came up with one. What's up? Who and how much time we got? All right, I think we gotta get enough time for this one. Yeah. Recast superheroes, but with wrestlers. Recast superheroes, but with wrestlers. Yes. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh man! I think it's safe to say John Cena's Captain America. Oh yeah, John- it, you can't just yeah, or or the hmm, yeah. I was gonna say like somebody who turns invisible because you know you can't see me yeah but um, yeah uh, okay John Cena's Captain America okay that that yep thumbs up for that um, hmm I will say I'd say like if if are we are we talking about like even like wrestlers like in their prime or like or yeah like, in their prime sure okay I would go with uh. Shawn Michaels as Thor. You gotta go Triple H. Triple H as Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Orton as Iron Man. Hmm. Cocky, arrogant little sons of bitches. I mean, he's he's got that down pat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Brock is Thanos. <laughs> That's kind of a given. Yep, you could. Yeah, you might as well because the way he's been booked. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Seth is Loki. Mm-hmm. That laugh. 
Yeah. I... Bianca is Monica Rambeau. Mm. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nick says that he would go Ultimate Warrior mid-Roid Rage as Hulk. <laughs> 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 um, you know, uh, Bianca Belair as Monica Rambeau. Um, sure. Uh, I'd say she could play somebody more interesting, but we'll go with that for now. We don't know too much about Monica yet, so we'll see mm-hmm. more of Monica real soon in uh, the Marvels, mm-hmm. uh, at least MCU wise. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelina Vega is uh, America Chavez, just kind of a given. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of these are so e- easier than I thought. Yeah. I used to say back in the day, Chris Benoit would be. Will be Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, but now, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll say John Moxley as Wolverine. I'll put John Moxley as Lobo. Yeah, either either or. I can go. I can go either or. This is gonna be racist as fuck, but Kota Ibushi as Shang Chi. I like that. <laughs> Kota Ibushi as Shang-Chi, why not? <laughs> Let me see. So let me... Actually, you know what, too? Well, since it is the multiverse, Jericho is Loki. That works, too. Yep. Wardlow as Bane. I would rather I would make Powerhouse Hobbs Bane. Mm, okay. Interesting. Or, or maybe Powerhouse Hobbs as Luke Cage. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, actually. Hmm. Mm. I. Hmm. Like, who would you cast? Uh, who would you? What superhero would you cast Cody Rhodes as? I, and I'm just thinking. Is I'm just thinking that too. Cody would Homelander. Homelander. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why that was even much of a thought. <laughs> but but Cody Rhodes solved racism. Did you know that? Yeah. I can't get yo man. The ever since he did that 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 awkward promo like when he he feuded with Anthony Agogo last year, um, I I always crack up at that that Photoshop of like Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King and Cody Rhodes in the background. Oh, people have put whole taps on <laughs> Cody already. That always cracks me up. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, you said that you had a funny story about Wonder Woman. Okay, so shout out to my buddy Matt. Yeah. He grew up just like he grew up watching like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman's and you know, he Wonder Woman was like always his like fantasy superhero crush or whatever. Mm-hmm. So one day we was driving at work and uh this was the around the time when uh that show um The Secret History of Comics. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was out and they did one on Wonder Woman, and I'm sitting there like, and we're just talking about it. I think we was, it was when we was watching all those DC movies, and we're like, yo, do you know that Wonder Woman was inspired by BDSM? Mm-hmm. And he goes, that makes a whole lot of sense now. <laughs> that answered so many questions for me. <laughs> Oh yeah, with the lasso and everything. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and then I showed him the pictures of, like the early Wonder Woman drawings where she'd be like tied up, but yet she's secretly like winking at the camera. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I showed him that, and he's like, yep, that explains a lot. Yeah, he's like, that's why I'm the way I. Am. <laughs> I was like, oh Jesus. Hey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how it be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really can't think of any right now. I really wish we would have prepared for that one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Although, although I will, I will say, like for for my world champion, and for my second world champion, if I would book the angle where. Where Bane, Bane would be my next world champion. Like he would break T'Challa, and like he would lead the League of Shadows to kind of like take over, take over the main event, and then um, and then you have like T'Challa trying to trying to fight his way back to the, to the main event, but then like he gets he kind of loses his way, and then he has to like find a way to redeem himself, um, and then yeah. Yeah, then then maybe have him win the belt a second time. But yeah, I'll have like Bane be the one to break, to break the Panther, and then I could have like my women's tag team champions as Okoye and Ako. Is it Ako the other one? The ball. Io. Okoye and Io as my inaugural tag team champions. I could have uh, Nakia as like the mid card champion as well, or even the world champion. Actually, Shuri. Mid card. Yeah, Shuri has a mid card, although. Um, well, we'll see how Wakanda Forever turns out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Who, who? Actually, no. I think about it. who would be the jobber in the women's division, though. Who would be like the perennial enhancement talent? Um, There's really no character I like hate like that to want to put in such a in such a position. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Black Canary? Oh. Nah, Black Canary. Nah, she 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 could be mid car champ. Short run, transitional champ. Maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. <laughs> um hmm. There really is no female character that I I would want to put in that position. Captain Marvel? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <Nah>, that's just... <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I can't think of anybody, but but definitely the huntress. I was I was thinking about it, but I, I like the huntress. I mean, I don't, I don't hate her that much to <laughs> to, to have her as as a, as like the jobber. Um, I don't know. Um, Etta Candy from Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's friend slash secretary from the sure yeah we'll, we'll put, yeah because some, somebody's got to fill that role okay um, karen page <laughs> yeah karen page from daredevil yeah how about that that there's our answer boom 
even though she's not she's technically not a wrestler, but it's like you know she could be the Brandy Rhodes of the division. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's our answer for the jobber, but definitely you know Iron Fist. Iron Fist is doing oh, the job. Leave that man alone. Yep, and and if and if and if the fans and if the fans cheer for him, if he somehow gets over organically, we'll find more ways to bury him until he begs for his release. It will probably be like more. Hey, listen, the more you bury him, the more they, the hey. more they love him. Hey, we will make him the Tamina Snuka of the men's division. <laughs> Except Tamina was a was a was actually a champion to twenty four seven belt. He wouldn't even get that. Yeah, he, he's not good enough for the comedy belt. In other words, you'll just run. You'll be part of the crowd running, and that's it. Yep. Oh, yep. That's all. That's all you get. You, you are. You all two of you Iron Fist fans. You, you paid your ticket. You want to see Iron Fist live? Well, there's your segment. You just see him run past you. Yep. Sheesh. <laughs> Shush, please. That shit is funny to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> and Chad Gable, man, I gotta give him credit. He's, he's making it work. He is. Him and Otis. Yeah, I miss old Otis though. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, heavy machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. You should. Yeah, he should just say that for no reason. It worked. It would. You'd be like, yeah, it, it fits. Um, <laughs> for an Iron Fist, we'll just use Netflix Iron Fist as his Titan Tron. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yep, yep. There's there's no shortage of uh, Danny Rand slander on the Codex Prime podcast, oh, as you know. Leave that man alone. Leave him. Leave that character alone. Yep. If he had a video game, it would get uh, it would get like zeros across the board. It would get the lowest possible ratings from any review site. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 and hey, like I said, like I said, I, I'm, o- I'm only hating on the, 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 the TV Netflix version that we've seen so far. I don't, I have no issue with the comic book version of Iron Are Fist. Are you sure the way you talking about him? No, I have, I have no, like, I, I differentiate. Like, I have, I have no issue with the comic book version because I don't read the comic books. But I'm, my, my ire is strictly about the Netflix shows, and I think Disney should do the right thing and never bring that character back. That, that's, that's, that's just me, you know. Just, just never. Ah, uh, you don't pissed off, Husky. Now. <laughs> just, just, just never. Br- okay, so get so so. Gary is one of the two Iron Fist fans in the world out there. So that's great. So we have. So we know one. <laughs> you know. So, but hey, you know, um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, D- Disney should just not, just should just not bother, um. Oh, and um, and just to, and just to wrap up, uh, um, so because I know I asked you this question before before we started the show. Um, oh, Nick, Nick, Nick Thomas says, "So do you feel the same? So do you feel the same about the Defenders version of Iron Fist? If you're talking about the the Defenders TV show, yes, because um, his his only Iron Fist's only purpose in that show was punching a wall. Yeah, literally. just like I, just like cyber, uh, Cyborg's purpose." And Justice League was just being a aluminum flash drive <laughs> lights up. Oh, oh, stop it! Uh, Cyborg had a full character arc in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, and that's the only version I acknowledge. Thank you very much. Oh, you're not gonna acknowledge the red clouds and the and the shifty and the shifty mouth. Nope, nope. That was just that's Joss Whedon's fault. 
And uh, but yeah, I was I was gonna ask you this question. Well, I'll ask you this question on a podcast, like this um this or that. Would you rather? And you have to pick, and you have to pick one. I have to pick one. No fence sitting. Yes, no fence sitting. Would you rather go through one full calendar year without watching prof- any sort of professional wrestling of any kind, or would you go through one full calendar year without watching any football of any kind? No football or no wrestling. What, what do you choose? I would choose no football because there, it's not on for a calendar year. <laughs> Okay, so 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 to, so to make it proportional, I mean like 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 two seasons of of NFL, two NFL seasons. Yeah, two NFL seasons. Like, you go two NFL seasons without watching a single game, nothing, no football, no college football, nothing, or one full year without watching wrestling. Um. I've done one, and it wasn't my fault because <laughs> in 1995 I didn't have cable, so I missed I missed 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, football was always there though, but wrestling was always there. Um, Nick Thomas says wrestling for sure because he ain't got shit to root for. <laughs> Of course, the the Cowboys. Mm-mm-mm. Kiss my ass. <laughs> I mean, the the choice is easy. Of course, I mean on my end. Yeah, we know. We know you got you. You know you got to root for your Cleveland Browns. I don't. I don't know what they are. Cle- well, Cleveland. Bro- oh, isn't he the character from Family Guy? He had, mm-hmm. his, he had his own show. Technically, his name was Cleveland Brown, but <laughs> like oh. you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> we celebrated a losing season, yeah. <laughs> Adrian Price was happening. Wow. Adrian Price, last from the past. Yes, Roman Reigns is the goat. I mean, he's doing the best work he's ever done. Yeah. Now, oh yes, for for the past two years, yes, the Tribal yeah. Chief. I I. I I have two of his shirts. I saw one you had to acknowledge your daddy. Was that the one? Yeah. I did wear that. When did you see me wear that? We were at um, uh, our last uh, dinner dinner get together with Afton. What was that? I did wear it that day. Yeah. I was so mad. I was so mad because there's a client mm-hmm. where I'll just tell him, I'll just put the finger up and I'll tell him to acknowledge me and he'll do it. He's mm-hmm. nonverbal and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he works so, I work so well with him. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. So people joke. So a couple of my coworkers joke around, mm-hmm. and they say, "Yo, you're get yo yo, you're his father." Mm. <laughs> so once I saw that shirt, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm getting it." <laughs> I wore it for that one reason. <laughs> the day I wore it, he did not come to the day program. Oh, damn! I was like, "This is such a missed opportunity." <laughs> Put your and I, there. No. and I, um, and I, and I got the God level shirt. Mm. Right. Um, damn, that's such a hard one. Yeah, yeah, you still gotta choose like two 
forego. T- you know what? I'll actually go with uh, wrestling. Okay. I play. I play fantasy. So. Okay. Fantasy football. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's where you and the you and you and the friends, the the fam squad, like. You yeah, guys- we just had our we just had our draft uh, Saturday. Okay. So like fantasy football is that like are we are we talking like like fantasy like like Final Fantasy characters or like hobbit, hobbits and like dragons and stuff and they play football like that would be cool because I would watch football then like is that that kind of fantasy football like the fantasy genre no oh you know what speaking of this or that now this is actually famous from a movie called uh, Clerks Two okay Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars. Mm. We're talking original trilogies. Okay, so the original trilogy of Star Wars versus the main Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm. Which one would I? Which one would I choose? Man, it'd be easy for me to say Star Wars, but you know, I would go with Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, I would go with the Lord of the Rings, the extended cuts. Of of the of the trilogy, extended cuts versus despecialized editions. Oh, extended cuts of the of Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, I mean, like the like the despecialized editions of Star Wars, like they look absolutely faithful to like the original theatrical releases. But I know that that that's it's it's not the official official cuts, man. Like I, I love the work, but. It it would be more special if Disney could just release the original cuts of those tr- of the of the original trilogy. But they don't exist anymore, right? Because George Lucas took the original cuts and then remastered them. I th- right? I think so. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look it up. Well, I'll look it up later. But if that's the case, then what a blow to the history of cinema and the history of culture. If that's the case, Huh. <sighs> Man, because the original trilogy, I remember as a kid, like I wore those VH tapes out. I, cr- I, I was so mad when my VCR ate my Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> that's why that's why I swore off VHS for the rest of my life. Never went back. Man, like I would. Wow. I see it in your eyes. Yeah, man. Like. I would give what I would give to have the original trilogy officially released for everyone to see. Unvarnished, uncut, unaltered. Something you can just easily find and buy in a store. Steelbook, 4K, all the trimmings. What I would give. I would give my PS5 away. To, to see the original trilogy officially released. That's how much I want to see it. Do you know how much a VCR is selling on Amazon for now? Like two cents? $300. Get the fuck out of here. What? Hold up. Look, I, I got to see. Okay, wait. You are not lying. Wow. Th- nearly $300 a high uh JVC hi-fi VCR DVD yep. combo. Yeah, a bunch of like VCR DVD combos selling for 
premium prices as 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 if it's like 1993 as if as, as if it's like a 98 right now and it's like oh shit oh shit 98 they were cheap because people were buying DVDs yeah oh yeah like like VHS was starting to get cheap by then but then but but at the time like VHS and DVD combo players like you were you were considered a boss back then like in the late 90s what yo i don't know what they're thinking selling it at the, well actually i think maybe it's cuz like they're like these units are not manufactured, obviously, so like they became rare. Right. So I think it's like the skip, the the rarity is like increasing at their value. But yeah, man, VHS has it's it's gone the way of like eight tracks, man, and, and cassette players, man. Come on, we 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 don't need that. You know what? Now now that you mentioned eight tracks, yeah, let's see, let's see how much eight tracks cost real quick. Eight tracks. <laughs> Not even. Oh, that's just a ten. Yeah, no, there's no. Yeah, they're not even selling on Amazon. Let me let me at least check it. Let me look on eBay. Yeah, I mean, eBay, you probably have a better shot. Yeah, uh, eight tracks, man. You're talking about the '70s, right there. It's like the precursor to cassette tapes. Twenty bucks. Well, you know what? That's a bid. Hold on. Let me check by it now. Hmm. 50 bucks. 120, 125 $35. <laughs> the portable chimes for $50. Yo. I mean, I can understand, like, the the value of, like, if you're, like, a, a collector of, like, vintage technology. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, when you think about it, it's, like, all the newfangled stuff, like, 10, like, well, 20, 30 years from now will become vintage technology. Like, oh, no, no, no. Found one, uh, a car player, an uh, underdash uh, eight track, an eight track underdash car player mm. for 1050. Oh, shit. Okay. But yeah, man. Okay, I found one for eight bucks. <laughs> Probably broke. But. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, 30 years from now, like, OLED TVs, like, the one I have will be considered vintage. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. You know what else is crazy? What? The simple fact that Codex 300 is next Saturday. Next next segue, man. Bam. Yes. Uh, Next Saturday, Codex Prime, episode 300. Cornerstone Complex. Doors open at 6.30? 6. 6 p.m. And we'll start our episode like around 8-ish. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll have plenty of guests. Silk City Hot Sauce, our sponsor, will be there. A-Team DJs will be there. Chris Revel, David Morales, uh, the Chuck and Brad podcast. It's Pop Stew. I still can't believe they're really going to make the trip to come down here. I know, man. That's that's going to be that's gonna be major. It's going to be our, our variants, our Buffalo variants will... Like, you will see our variants with us. Yes. Yeah, man. There's no interdimensional rift. Like you, you be in the multiverse. I mean, there is it's just called uh, <laughs> New York and Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Connecticut, basically. Well, if they're coming from Buffalo. They would have to go through Mass and yeah, yep. But yeah, man, that's it's, it's gonna be major. It's gonna be awesome because so like come uh, come one come all, be there. Uh, it's gonna be a fun time. We're gonna have multiple guests on the show. Like just t- just talking, chopping it up. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cover some things as well. So, um, you know, you, you know how we do it's, it's going to be a major episode. Uh, also, uh, 
give a big shout out to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce, SilkCityHotSauce.com. Uh, use the promo code CODEX to get 15% off of your order. All sorts of wonderful flavors from Slurp, Dragon, Killer Hot, G Sauce, Bob Levy's Hot Sauce, uh, Maple Syrup Flavored Hot Sauce. You know, you can arouse the areolas of your of of your t- of your tongue, your taste buds. I, I just I just thought of it. Tongues the, don't have areolas, but okay. I, I just thought of it on the spot because like I'm just trying to weird out weird out Carl here. But the point uh, is, don't take much from me. But the point is, uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use that promo code Codex and you get fifteen percent off of your order for all those flavors. And uh, yeah, you can find our episodes everywhere: Facebook Live, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you can find our podcast. You can just Google us. We're also on uh, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast and Twitter at Codex Prime Cast. Yes. Uh, yeah. You done said it all. Mm. Yes. And Nick Quattrini says in reference to Star Wars, uh, if that is true, that Lucas remastered the original cuts, like the original negatives, Laserdisc, I think, is the only unaltered version that isn't VHS. Uh, Laserdisc. Um, I do know that... Um, there were original. There were uh, the the one of the early DVD versions of Star Wars that came out in like the late two thousands had like under the special features, the laser disc cuts on like the sep- on like the bonus discs of the original trilogy, and it was poor quality of course. But if you wanted to see the, like the unaltered form of the original trilogy, that's that was the only way you could see it on DVD. But it was kind of like a middle finger to like the fans. So yeah, it was kind of insulting. I found found it. Uh, Twenty five dollars. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know what? Like some people collect some some like movie collectors collect laser discs. Nice. Okay. Some people collect laser discs. Like like people collect records. So. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I'll think about it. I'll think about it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. That 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 wraps it up for our episode this week. Uh, thank y'all so much for watching and joining us on on two hundred and ninety nine episodes. Episode 300 is around the corner, so obviously next Tuesday we won't be around, but definitely check us out uh, on Saturday, September 17th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Excuse me. Um, we'll be on Facebook Live as well, so we'll have everything set up. It's gonna be it's gonna be major. It's gonna be on and popping. Uh, you know, so yeah, thank you all so much for the support, and uh, as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.